0: Welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money, and we know that. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We're excited. This is actually our our new setup. We uh, premiered this in Your Coach, Your Money. I love uh, this setup. I think it's great. Just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I like it I like it too. I'm going to do a better job of staying on the mic, right? Yeah, you it's know? a little bit more uh, personable to the uh, audience, <laughs> I think is nice. Uh, we got a good topic today, probably a little bit more shorter of a session, but uh, we thought it would be good to maybe just explain dividends a little bit and, uh, you know, difference between stock dividends, bond dividends, and some common misconceptions. Uh, just as a general overview, we're not going to get into mathematical yield and all the things that I'll put but in. I wanted message. to do the
1: yield formula, Mark. Oh, <laughs> it's my favorite.
0: It's the only th- question you got right on this. <laughs> it's the only it? question I got right <laughs> on the Series 7, man. <laughs> you know, you know, I think it's this fascination with, with why people love dividend, right? Uh, it, it's one of these things where who doesn't like going to their mailbox or looking at their bank account and seeing a dividend get deposited, Right. right? Every yeah. quarter or every month. And, uh, you know, investors sometimes come to us and just say, hey, you know, we want a dividend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in some cases, guys, you got to think about it like this. Why do credit card companies exist? Right. Because they live off of people's dividends in the wrong way. People leave credit card debt on the table and it creates dividends for the credit card company. Right. So this is where we talk to investors about not living a credit card lifestyle and living an investor lifestyle. Yep. where you put extra dollars into a dividend producing stock or mutual fund or, or, or bond, and that dividend generates an asset for you.
0: Yeah, and you can right. nowadays you can have very high levels of dividends and through oh, stock purchases, or you can go with more consistent dividends through, say, a bond mutual fund or something along that lines. So, right. So, I guess the purpose of it is to is to determine, you know, what are you trying to create the dividend for? Right. Is it What is it for? Income? Yeah. Is it maybe to recycle it into other investments? <clears throat> is it to build wealth? You know, and and the common thing people think of when they think of dividend is stock, right? right? And uh, you they, know,
1: the, the Warren Buffett, right? Warren Buffett's got Coca Cola, and Coca Cola stock paid him 184 million dollars, yeah. of dividends.
0: Yeah, so holy smokes. Yeah, you know, and, and to understand why companies pay a dividend, you know, if, if a company does not feel that they can get a return on their capital, their cash, so to speak, right, by reinvesting it in the company, instead of having the cash sit there, they would rather pay it to an investor, right? Right? They want an investor to be attracted to buy more shares of their stock. Uh, you know, increase the value of their stock, but ultimately it's the decision. Can I reinvest it in my firm and make more return on it mm. than paying it out to, uh, you know, uh, an investor? So what you find is a lot of smaller companies don't pay the good dividends as much as the larger companies. Well,
1: and the reason for that is the smaller company wants to grow, yeah. right? The smaller company wants to grow. They want they want to keep that money in-house so they can explode and get to the next level, right? But the thing is, people got to understand, just because you have a dividend-producing instrument doesn't mean that dividend is going to automatically get reinvested, Right. right. Sometimes that dividend gets paid out as cash. Sometimes that dividend will sit in your brokerage account. It depends on where you have the security or the, or the mutual fund or the stock or the bond. But you got to make sure you have the purpose. And I think a lot of people, Mark, get confused. Why do I buy a dividend-producing instrument? Well, a lot of people, I, I want to be like Warren Buffett. I want to be like these investors that just have these massive dividends. Well, what's the goal? What's the leverage? What are you going to do with it once you get it?
0: Yeah, right. And there's two, two strategies. You you can have it you pay down, say, in cash, and then systematically reinvest it back into the same company stock. Right. You know, so if it's a company- Which drives you, up your cost basis. Yeah, you if, know. If, it, if it's a, a company that you feel confident in, you want to keep growing that dividend, right, which can be a sizable- you know, formidable force in your cash flow for your household, or you can actually just build it in cash and look for the next stock opportunity as well. Right. And and have your money earn the dividend to buy other things in your portfolio. Right. right. So there, there's different strategies associated with the dividend, or, you know, in, in our case, maybe we're using it to, to fund a, a, a long-term care policy, or maybe we're using yep. it to fund some other type of investment. Uh, but what's important to understand is, especially on the stock side, right, uh, the dividend can change. Oh, yeah. Right. in a heartbeat and In a heartbeat yeah i mean you could a, a have stock could div- cut their dividend in, in a minute yeah right so they might feel that hey there's an opportunity we need more cash on the books and we need to fund this opportunity that came up you know we're going to cut that dividend to zero
1: right because we got to right? grow our company
0: so i mean you could see a company maybe doing a 10 12 15 dividend and all of a sudden two quarters later they're at zero right whereas in a bond situation that's not the case yeah, you know, and and, and that, that that's really, right, the difference in, say, a bond mutual fund and why some people like bond mutual funds yeah. for a dividend versus a stock. Right. Right. Because, you know, when I explain it to a client and I say, hey, look, if you have <coughs> 10,000 shares of XYZ mutual fund, mm-hmm. you know, bond fund, and let's say your dividend is 1,000 a month, you know, what would you expect, right, what do we hear from a client when we say, what would you expect if the bond price goes down. So let's say you put in 10,000, it's now worth 8,000. Right. What's next month's dividend gonna be? The common response back to us is, oh, it's gonna be lower. It's gonna be lower. No, no. not necessarily. Actually, sometimes it's higher. Right, so you, know, you, you gotta understand how that dividend is calculated, right? It's the average of all the investments in that mutual fund paying yep. out, which that average can change, right. but it's a slow change usually.
1: Well, let's, I mean, let's talk about a real world application of using dividends, right? And I think, Mark, you actually gave me this idea, this mentality um, of a client, client A, right? Uh, has, let's say, $2 million, right? They have cash. They're, they're usually sitting on their cash. They wait to purchase, you know, properties. Well, client A takes that money and buys a municipal bond, triple tax exempt, right? That dividend pays out monthly. And on a $2 million investment, that dividend might be 15 or 20,000 bucks a month. Well, that money which which is triple tax exempt can go to paying yeah, little little caveat, right? Only right. if, you're in, Only the if you're in the state of the, of the bond, NFL right? Bond, so if I live yeah. I got to if I'm in New York and I buy a New York municipal bond, right? Then that money, that dividend can go toward either paying a mortgage or or buying vehicles for a fleet of vehicles or paying my staff members, right? If I if I have a business. So there's a lot of practical applications to utilizing dividends. It's just sometimes people kind of get lost in that wash of the why I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, it, it's just cash flow. So the more you increase your cash flow in the household, mm-hmm. the better it's going to be. Yeah. And you know, what can you use cash for? Anything. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be used to pay a bill. Yep. It could be used to finance grow, grow a, a business, like you set a vehicle. It right. Could be, you know. You know. Imagine a perfect world where you put fifty thousand dollars down in an investment. For a vehicle, right? How many vehicles do you buy over your lifetime? (coughs) 10 maybe? Yeah, 10 or 12, yeah. But you put $50,000 down once, and you let that dividend pay for your vehicle for you. Forever. And then when your vehicle payment's gone, you just reinvest it to get your dividend higher. Right, right. And then you take that higher dividend and buy a nicer vehicle. Right. And you keep that trend going. Keep it going. Through retirement. So
1: this is a cool, it's a cool analogy. I I remember reading a Starbucks uh, ad. It was like if you own about whatever it is, uh, $25,000 or $30,000 worth of Starbucks, they basically give you a free coffee every day. Oh. Because your dividend is about five bucks or six bucks what, a day. What's that? Twenty eight dollars for the coffee? Right, yeah, twenty <laughs> <That's 29 laughs> dividend. I'll take a triple whip, foam, alkalada, cremo, whatever thing. I don't know. Swirl, I, swirled I, with the Right. I go to Cumberland the Farms <laughs> and buy the ninety nine well, not ninety-nine cents anymore. Oh, it's a dollar thirty nine coffee. I left a dollar there. The guy's like, Hey dude, you're fifty cents short. I was like,
0: Oh man, inflation sucks. What, you know, and but another concept too that, that people can do with a dividend is they kind of yeah. cross reinvest it. Right. I mean, it doesn't have to go in cash. It doesn't necessarily have to go back in the same investment. You know, perhaps maybe that lump sum going into a dividend is that monthly dividend is being used to fund your Roth IRA. Yep. Maybe it's being used... If to, you have to, enough income. Yeah, maybe it's being used to add to uh, your kid's college 529, account, right? Or pay right? your life insurance or whatever. Policy. Yeah, or pay your policy or, or yep. whatever. So, you know, dividends can be very powerful. You want to be cautious, right? Because you, you also want capital appreciation, right? Capital yeah. appreciation in most cases, you know, large cap, Growth, large cap value, capital appreciation is going to keep up with inflation, uh, probably more than a dividend. Well, in most right, cases. dividend acts like a nice
1: cash flow. Again, this is where if you have money and you're going to park it, you know, I mean, there's some interest, interest out there, interest bearing CDs and stuff at banks that it's it's decent. It's not great, it, you know, three four percent, but a dividend yield on on a you know if you're in the state at a municipal security, it, it might be eight or nine percent, you know, and there's you know it could be even higher. Uh, it
0: depends on what you're buying. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I guess for our listeners, it's important that you talk with your advisor. Yeah. Right. Call us. Ask questions about it. If, you know, dividend sounds like something that will fit into your lifestyle, into your portfolio, things that you want to accomplish with your own assets, you should really have a a good open conversation with your financial advisor about it. Absolutely. And and ultimately, uh, you know, a dividend is just another benefit to investing. Right? I, feel,
1: I feel like, you know, talking to clients, Mark, a lot of people, they have limited cash flow, right? They just have their job, right? They don't have a side hustle. They don't have a money maker, a dividend producer, right? They, they yep. just have their primary job, and it's yeah, really they, tough. They didn't listen
0: to our passive, right? income, passive income, income conversation, income episode, right? <laughs>
1: right? That's what I'm saying. Just have a dividend-producing security in your portfolio somewhere, and at least you're making something, right? A couple hundred bucks a yeah. year, it's better than nothing. Yep. You, know? And,
0: you know we encourage our listeners keep sending in ideas and comments and questions got some uh, great questions uh, you know, by the way yeah that, the next episode I think will uh, tackle some more questions that we have I mean a lot of questions in which is great uh, but as always you can find the S. Group at 43 British American Boulevard in Latham, New York you can call us at 844-444-YTYM for your time your money like and subscribe I'll also be on the lookout for other episodes of Your Coach Your Money which we're very excited about that branch uh, getting launched in our firm and uh, as always it's your time and your money. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, 1st Floor, Latham, New York, 12110 518. 724-5004. Cetera Investors is the marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Today's Community Spotlight. NAN Insurance Agency, LLC. 16C North Greenbush Road, Troy, New York, 12180. Phone number 518-326-1191. Special thanks Chris Conlon, owner and craftsman of Skulls and Sawdust. 518. 852-3673 at gmail.com Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media 518-879-1779 BobbyChase84 at gmail.com And last but not least a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment, objectives, or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Sotero representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific actions, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Cetera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value; they are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The s Group operates under Cetera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the s Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investments. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services is offered through Cetera Investment Advisor, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity named. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction-compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee-based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.